Welcome to The New Next, a podcast that addresses current events and how they will impact the future. Co-hosted by the inquisitive public speaking champion, Mike McVeigh, and energy economics and technology expert, Matt Jensen. Join us as we explore all things energy, economic, tech, and political, and how they will affect our future. All right. Um, so... As everybody probably already knows, because everybody keeps up with this exact same way, and which is funny because uh, the day that you brought this up to me, Matt, I had actually had already gotten a couple. I watched a thing on CoffeeZilla and um, had read an article before you brought it up to me. Uh, but FTX, it has, uh, it's had a really kind of interesting trajectory, um, even a little bit yeah. more uncommon than some of the other cryptocurrency stuff that's gone on this year. So why don't you um, give us some insight on that? The second largest crypto exchange blew up. Uh, FTX, they had uh, been throwing a lot of money around in recent years. And um, so that's always (laughs) a red flag for me, but not a red flag for most other people. (laughs) Uh, to go back to that the point that uh, someone asked Elon Musk a couple days ago what he thought about SBF, Sam Bankman-Fried, who was the founder and CEO of FTX. And uh, when he was had announced he was going to buy Twitter, someone that knew SBF got in contact with him and said that he wanted SBF wanted to put $3 billion down. And he was like, does he actually have $3 billion liquid? So I think a lot of people really were skeptical about what was going on there. Um, but it's, uh, so, uh, SBF is kind of a math computer genius, uh, awkward fellow. And I think he went to MIT after he graduated MIT, he went and became a trader at Jane street, which is known as kind of like a, um, some of their training groups are very mathematical, computer driven. Mm-hmm. So after he, he left there, I think he started Alameda Research, which was a crypto hedge fund and uh, started FTX after that. So um, FTX was an exchange, kind of like a bank where you would hold your basically your assets there, your crypto, and you could trade, buy and sell on it. Alameda Research was. Uh, affiliated entity. So like a bank, FTX is trying to get yield and also get transaction fees on stuff. So they would loan out money. Um, I guess they got hit pretty hard on Terra Luna, but they also would loan out money to Alameda Research, their hedge fund. So when Alameda Research blew up on uh, the Terra Luna and other things, they basically loaned more money that was supposed to be client deposits and not used for stuff like that to Alameda research. So the money went kaput and uh, they have these FTT tokens, Mm -hmm. which a lot of these crypto funds will sell a token to raise money. And you're basically selling an idea. Give me a lot of money for my idea. And there's no really backstop for it. So um, one of 
the biggest, their biggest competitor, who's much larger, larger Binance, is run by Shaping Zhao, um, who goes by the acronym of CZ. He apparently got the, uh, I don't know if it was leaked or what, but got an idea of what the positions were held on FTX's balance sheet mm-hmm. and saw it as an opportunity to basically put his biggest competitor out of business. So he said, you know, go back to the beginning. He said that he had, he had all these FTT tokens um, and didn't feel confident that they were liquid. So he was going to sell all of them. And that created the initial liquidity crisis in FTX. Um, and then FTX tried to get him to invest to save the company. But then he was like, no, that's not there. Like it's not good enough. Walked away. And that's when stuff really started going awry. Money is missing. Uh, the total lack of controls. Um, the former guy that they brought in the Enron, John Ray, uh, the third went in there and he, uh, in Friday, he announced in a filing that he had never seen anything like this basically before. So wow. the guy that's brought in to untangle all the rats tests of the financial engineering Enron, the biggest financial engineering blow up in history says that he's never seen anything like this. So, um, it's, it's really amazing. Uh, and I think, I think a lot of people don't understand how banks make money and how the banking sector works. So when they see people making money and paying money out from stuff like this, they are like, Oh, I can make 10% here versus 5% there. But don't really factor in the risk that all your money might disappear. Um, and you know, we've, we've talked a lot about crypto and this is something that I think both of us have spent a lot of time on from different perspectives, but both of us, I think would agree that we see a lot of value in, um, blockchain technology and stuff like that. Yeah, and, technology, absolutely. Yeah, and see how the crypto stuff could really be useful, you know, as a purpose, but also see how, like, if you're ever going to create a market to fleece people out of money, this is basically what you would create. Um, yeah, I I think one of the things that pops out to me the most on this and several, actually some of the other things that we've talked about recently, like we recently talked about Trump's um, uh, presidential campaign. We've talked about some uh, other things like with the housing market and stuff. Um, and in the similar vein, at least on my side, uh, I spent, I had the pleasure of having a couple of professors that they taught their classes as if um, with a postmodern kind of tint to it. Uh-huh. And, um, now, and here's the definition I'm going to give for postmodernity within most of our conversations that we have on here. So this way, people are like, well, what do you mean by it? It's the logical end of modernity, meaning taking modernity to its fullest extremes to where it basically breaks. And, and by feel, my modernity, you're referring to kind of like the scientific process. Oh, uh, well, I mean, that's uh, part of traditional it. scientific. I, I don't want to limit process. to to just scientific, but like the culture 
um, that, so here's how housing is supposed to happen. Here's how yeah. presidential campaigns are supposed to happen. Here's how currency is supposed to happen. Here's how the world is supposed to work because for the past, um, you know, 800 years, 600 years, this is basically how we've had, we've understood the world to work. Yeah. And, um, early in the 20th century, we started having some breakthroughs in different places. It started with art and then started actually, um, interesting enough, when, um, housing was the first, the aesthetics of housing, not um, yeah. housing market, um, but later broke into philosophy and some other things. Um, so what you have Picasso's early work where it looks like paintings and stuff like yeah. we'd normally get used to. And then all of a sudden it becomes like, what the crap? I mean, whether you like it or not, it's yeah. beside the totally. point. Um, and I feel like this, we're, we're finally really feeling this crunch right now in other sectors. And um, yeah. the crypto market is a perfect example of where we're trying to do something the way the world has always worked. We're bringing something new in, but <laughs> this is how the world's always worked. And we're kind of trying to work it, but it doesn't, it doesn't connect. So I think we're really in this kind of crunch time and this uh, upheaval of really getting to see how the world is going to move forward in the future. And, and a lot of the things that we talk about really go on here, but crypto, like my, my, my sensibilities, and, and this is something that's, I mean, you go back and listen to these episodes. I've always been like, I'm always wary of crypto. Yeah. Um, me personally, maybe it's because of the poor, poor dad mindset. Maybe <laughs> it's because of other things, but it, it, well, it, always it, is, seems a, it is a poor dad mind, mind. You're, you have a rich dad mindset being skeptical of crypto in, in my opinion. Oh, well, cool. <laughs> Take that. So. Uh, <laughs> so there's just this kind of like, this is exciting and also horrible because had we just been born 50 years earlier, life would be so much easier in one sense. Like we would know that this is how things work. We, we just follow basic math, um, you know, Archimedean math, one plus one yeah. equals two. And then when you start bringing in the curvature of um, calculus which I mean, this all plays into it. I mean, I know I, people always think I'm crazy when I talk about this, but when when you start talking about the curvature of math, one plus one doesn't always equal two in the same way, and sometimes it doesn't always yeah. equal two at all. Well, we're we're in a world right now where, well, hey, we set this here. Um, FTX is following a lot of the things correctly, and the logical um, kind of Newtonian type of mindset. But oh crap, now we have um, kind of this. Uh, um, the string theory that's getting played in here at the same time, like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm doing Newtonian physics, not string theory physics, you know? Um, <laughs> so I, I, I won't pretend like I understand all the stuff that's going on with this. And, and I don't really want to understand all of it right now, but I do find it absolutely fascinating that this is the world we're living in now, you know, that this is the, this is, we're, we're literally seeing the crumbling of a banking empire, even though it's a, it's a new banking empire. We're, we're like, this is exciting and scary. <laughs> um, at the same time, like it's like a disaster movie, but for cryptocurrency. Well, so crypto, <laughs> crypto has the perfect placement where there's, uh, trust and community. Mm -hmm. And, and when there's trust and community, and there's legitimate actors, there's a good placement for that. And I like to your point, I kind of feel like we're, we're, you know, as we've talked a lot about before, we're in an institutional challenge period time. And, um, we kind of have to get 
to that point where there's no trust and no community or like, like those trust and communities in places like FTX, where um, I, I don't know if you read the uh, interview that he did with the, or a DM back and forth with a Vox uh, yeah, journalist. Yeah. But he was basically like, you know, with him, I think he used the term woke, but he was like, I just did all of this stuff because that's what you have to do. And um, there's been this, uh, I think, the period of non-authenticity in a lot mm-hmm. of these elements. And that's what's broken down the trust and the community of the crypto system. But it's it's in its sense, there's a lot of fundamental value for the world. Um if you talk about for people and building communities, but also just in reforming how traditional banking is done and sending money overseas, uh, like a lower, lower rate, um, you know, efficiencies in the existing banking system. So, right. Um, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of stuff there, but it kind of needs to almost blow up and have this kind of the Schumpeter creative destruction thesis you need to blow up so you can kind of be creative and remake Mm -hmm. it in a way where it's uh the two or 3.0 of of itself and it fits within that trust community purpose that's around that original um theory that made this all possible in the first place that might be something that needs to be said as well i mean you said it and you said it brilliantly um uh, maybe I should say we re- re-emphasize what you just said that because this happened at a global scale, you know, it's a lot more noticeable, but we've seen, you don't, your first idea generally is not the best idea, you know? And I know that this is a, um, this isn't the first idea of crypto or whatever, but this is really, we're still in kind of that first phase of what yeah. crypto technology is as a whole. So, um, this, I mean, I feel bad for the dude and I feel bad for all the people that are affected by that. Like, like this is their livelihood, but at the same time, those are the ones who are probably going to make something that's something that's more sustainable um, in the future, because they're the ones that feel the effects and like, no, we can't have this screw up again. We have to have something better yeah. sustainable. So I, I, it's exciting, but it's also, like I said, it's exciting and scary at the same time because um, of all the ramifications that might, take place because of it. So Vitaly Buterin, I think that's his name, the founder of Ethereum Mm -hmm. is uh, something, someone that I think if you kind of want to get a perspective of the uh, purity, the kind of pure um, form of what crypto should have been, he's been someone that really is kind of like into that purity form. And he's also uh, broken off from people that he's working in projects with before, cause they had a lack of morals and stuff like that. So um, if you want to learn, I think about where it started and um, he was a writer for Bitcoin magazine when it first came out. So he's got oh, a okay. lot of really good uh, and he's a really young guy. So I think he's got a really good perspective of what it could be like in the future. He's also got a lot of, really uh great i think criticism of how the system is operating now but like you you introduced me to coffeezilla i i uh 
watch an interview with him recently with some people on a crypto thing. And I was just like, he's like literally there. He's like, you're, you're literally explaining a scam to me right now. And, um, they're like, no, it's just crypto, bro. And like, I kind of feel like that's where we're leaving the bro phase. It's time to, uh, smash, smash all the beer bottles and arrest, rest everybody that's scandalous and get them out of the, the party so we can go out and have a fun time again. So I will, I will definitely support anything at all that, um, says let's, let's get rid of the bro face. <laughs> if you would like to learn more about the new next podcast, find us at the new next where you can suggest a topic you would like for us to cover. If you enjoyed what you heard, share the podcast, tell a friend about it or rate us with five stars. 